everybody, Coach John Daly back again with, again, our favorite guest, top-rated, Dr. Jeff Lipp, number one on the best listened to podcast here on the Coach to Expect Success show. Uh, Jeff, you're bringing a great topic here today on February 16, 2018. Uh, was wondering, I know you're excited about it, so I know it's going to be good. So what do you got for us today? I always like to bring amazing topics to your show, but I can't take credit for this topic. It's really something that I stole from Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy Todd. So when we're done, you're probably going to share this with him. But he has been reading an amazing book. I can't get to the book yet because I got about four or five different books in this pile of books that I need to start reading. Yes. But he is reading a book or he's read a book called Good Leaders Ask Good Questions. And that's from John Maxwell. Mm. And a lot of people that Jeremy's bringing on his podcast, he asks these various questions to the guests that come on his show. So I figure, why not ask these to Coach John Daly? Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, my friend. Let's get started. These are very good questions. Um, I want to see what you say, and then you know we'll have a good discussion. So I'll start out with some simple ones that Jeremy doesn't normally mention, but I feel like are kind of a good like appetizer to mm-hmm. the larger ones. Okay. So what fulfills you in life, my friend? Ooh, that is a good one. Uh, this stuff is part of it. Um, the podcasting and uh, reading books, and it has is, it is fueled some new ideas and some new hope and some new energy uh, for things that I'd like to do and accomplish. Um, and we just got done talking about Viktor Frankl's book, uh, Man's Search for Meaning. And he talked about um, right at the end where a student identified his existence, his reason for existence was to help and make a difference for others. I'm paraphrasing that. That is mine. And I've realized that for a while. Um, but it's definitely amazingly uh, humbling and powerful to figure that out anytime in life, which I think I have, but it's being emphasized even more now. And through teaching high school business classes, leadership classes, computers, and coaching basketball, that's been a big part of it. Um, you know, but also... God, meaning from my family, you know, I just got off the phone with my parents, great little conversation with them, my wife, my kids, my in-laws, uh, everybody. It's just, uh, I, I'm very blessed with uh, what I've been born into. That's a fantastic answer, my friend. Thank you. And it also, if I had to kind of answer that myself too, it is my family. It's mm. the same thing. Yeah. I'll also include my higher power in that. And like this evening, once again, is Chinese New Year and I'm going to spend it with my family. Happy New Year, by the way. Happy, thank you, my friend. It's good, good time to be Asian once it's again. It's the year of the dog. It is the year of the dog, so it's going to be Brownie's year. Yes. Like that. <laughs> so that's great. No, family, I think spiritually, and once again, we've talked about this before. How are you always healing yourself physically, mentally, and spiritually? Great question. The spiritual, uh, spirituality is, is one that I've always had in my life, uh, growing up Catholic, um, going to Catholic schools, Catholic Central High School. Um, going to church a lot for, for a long time. Kind of gotten away from going to church. Um, sad to say, happy to say, whatever it is. Uh, but my relationship with God, I think, I, 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 you know, I hang my hat on it from the standpoint, it's still there. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think I dwell on it more and think about Him more, turn to Him more mm-hmm. now more than ever before, even though I'm not regularly going to church. Right. And I, I enjoy that. There's, there's, there's comfort there, big time. And you nailed it on spirituality. That's exactly what it is. It's not necessarily the religion, but basically yes. connecting with something higher than yourself. Right. 
So that's and, right. And I do like going to church, and I do need to go back because I did find comfort there, mm-hmm. especially you know uh, celebrating with others. And um, so I guess you know when we talked about a number of times of getting over myself or getting myself out of the way, that's probably part of what I got to do. Um, but you know, I, I tell you what, that's probably an anchor without labeling it as an anchor as far as being real important in my life. I love it. So what do you value? Oh, time with you, time with my friends, my family, um, my wife. I just, you know, was thinking about again today. Um, man, it's getting me choked up now. Didn't didn't see this coming. Uh, went to Secretary of State today uh, to renew my license, and, um, you know, I, I get the central license plate. Fire uh, up chips. Fire up chips. And so the lady was just a great, and the Secretary of State, you don't see this. This lady that was uh, helping me was fantastic. Just a fantastic attitude, conversation, pleasant, polite. And I told her when I left, I said, I go, you have a great attitude. I said, you keep that up because in, in the situation of working where you work, typically it's not known for having that. She goes, well, thank you. you know. And she was just, just a joy to be around. But um, she said, oh, Central Michigan, you know, with the license plate. Did you go there? I said, yeah, I met my wife there. My son graduated from there. My daughter was there for a couple of years. And she goes, oh, I love stories like that. And I started thinking about how long ago it was that, and my wife has been in, in the picture here. Um, you know, I first met her in 1985. And to, to watch her um, grow throughout the years, the ups and the downs, man, it's been awesome. Even the downs, even the, the you know, the, the not so comfortable moments of, arguing and disagreeing and, and stuff like that, it has just been really powerful. And to um, have around this long um, in my life is just, man, sometimes I don't know if I deserve it, um, deserve her in my life, but um, some of my kids obviously are part of that too. Uh, my friendships, the, the things I'm doing, uh, you were joking about my friends on Facebook. I mean, it's just, uh, there's a bunch of people that, again, this is a central unit of my life too. A bunch of people that have invested in me, um, their time, energy, uh, emotion, and everything, they have made me so much better. And that's part of me teaching, coaching, everything. I'm giving back to others because of all these wonderful people that have uh, invested in my life, buddy. Wow, that was one of the most powerful answers you've ever, ever given. It's so emotionally charged. It was awesome. It is. Thank you. And you're spending time with her tonight. And I'll tell you right now, you deserve everything, buddy. Okay? Thank you. Everything. I don't, I'm going to share a story right now that no one's heard besides <laughs> probably you. When I first walked in for my Lakeshore interview, oh my goodness, like what? Like almost like 11 or 12 years now, somewhere around there. The first person that I ran into was you. Mm. And I don't think you probably remember that. I do remember it not knowing it, I was the first one. It, you were literally the first one. You pointed me in the office. You even opened the door for me. And all I was was a candidate to apply for the position. I didn't even think I was going to get it. You made me feel so warm and welcome. And the fact is that you can recognize that in general people speaks accolades about who you are. So that's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that, buddy. Of course, buddy. Of course. All right, so we're going to jump into the John Maxwell questions. Hopefully they're less emotionally charged like these ones, okay? I tell you. I'm ready. (laughs) All right, so the first one is, what is the greatest lesson you have ever learned? Hmm. Whew, there's tons of them, uh, but one that kind of circulates around uh, for me is, is from my dad, um, the great, the one and only Howard Daly. 
um, the sun will come up tomorrow. Wow. And he used to say, I can remember, as long as I can remember, as far as back being a little, little kid and stuff, um, when things didn't go my way, when losses happened on the soccer field or basketball court or whatever, he would tell me that. And um, number one, he was right. Looking out the window the next morning, the sun did come up. But it was um, it was more or less the, the renewal of hope. It was the more or less of, hey, it's past. Learn from it. Move on. Get better. Uh, you don't have to stay there. There's all these sub-meetings within that. The sun will come up tomorrow. Um, and that is on relationships, on jobs, on everything. And, um, you know, I just always constantly kind of remember that. And think I think about that a lot lately. That's, that's big. What did your dad, how did he derive that, I guess? It's a great question. In fact, one of these days, um, I need to ask him that from the standpoint of, um, uh, I'd like to do a couple podcasts with him and my mom to get their um, stories, to get their stories out. Um Knowing a little bit about my dad and how he grew up in New Jersey, I wonder how he got that. The sun will come up tomorrow because yeah. I don't think he got it from his parents. Yeah. Um, you know, some conversations and some stories and stuff that um, they weren't the most encouraging people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure that um, they thought they were doing the best they could, okay, as I think most people do. Um, I got to meet my grandfather on my dad's side. He passed away probably when I was about four or five years old, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, never met my grandma, uh, which I, I really wish it could have happened that way. And that way I could have figured out some more things about my dad. But uh, I think due to uh, my mom, uh, the Navy, uh, taking, <laughs> taking him under their wing under after high school, mm-hmm. and my great aunt, uh, Doris, uh, who helped raise my dad, basically. Um, I think somewhere there's a combination between those three those two people in the entity of the U.S. Navy, uh, my dad figured that out. Wow. That's deep. Highly reflective. Yeah. Great guess. And I think that really hits it right dead on. I mean, the one thing that I wrote, when, and it kind of leads to what you just said, was that I heard this somewhere in regards to creativity, was if you want to be creative, go out there and get your heart broken. Mm. And mm. you unlock mm. so much creativity <laughs> when you let that emotional heartbreak kind of flow. And you learn how to conquer heartbreak. And what you were describing about your dad and what I'm kind of guessing is the fact that there's a lot of transition that may have happened and a lot of different relationships that have come in his life. Mm-hmm. So I think having your dad on can only verify that question. But, I mean, I think that's where you went was kind of dead on, honestly. Good. All right, here's the next question. What are you learning now, Coach Daly? Oh, that I don't know everything, that um, I need to learn more. That's a lie. You know everything. <laughs> Good one. That it's enjoyable. It's it's. I, I get excited about learning new things and um, the fact that man, it's just it's endless. There's endless opportunity out there to learn new things, learn new skills, improve on the ones that you already have, um, meet new people. Uh, that's another big, huge thing that I'm learning now. Um, I, I'm learning that uh, I can't think or play small. Uh, I'm worth playing big, um, dreaming big. Uh, and that's been one of my mantras for a long time. And now uh, I'm living it. It's like, okay, John, you tell everybody else to do it and to that they can do it. Hey, buddy, look in the mirror. So can you. you know. And I need to do more of that. So I'm learning that. Um, I'm learning I, I love my life. I love the people that are in it. Um, 
my family, the, the coaches I work with, the players I work with, my students, uh, coworkers, friends. I mean, it's just, there's a lot. It's, you know, my head's probably ready to explode from all the stuff I'm realizing that I get to learn. So I want to know, and I'm going to hold you to it right now. What are you dreaming on? Dreaming on this message that I have is little bits and pieces of making connections with my students and my basketball players um, that I get some great feedback from. I need to take that to a bigger audience. I need to reach out there to um, probably have uh, a positive influence on more people um, and to do it through the podcasting, my website, the books I want to write, the speaking gigs I want to do. Um, that there's a lot, there's a lot to that. I think you're taking steps towards that right direction. Thank you. So do I. That's fantastic. So do I. That's fantastic. Great answer. Number three, who do you know that I should know? Man, there's tons of people. Tons of people. Um, One, I would definitely like you to meet, um, would be my buddy Don LaFleur, who's who's coaching with me. Tell me a little bit about Don. Don is uh, just a fantastic guy, um, a, a super good friend, a neighbor, Great dad, great husband, works his butt off. You know, he, he's uh, painting um, and has been doing it for a long, long time, and he's very, very good at it. And so he helps run this big, huge company, these commercial accounts where I think he's up in Port Huron now for months, driving up there every single day, this facility that he's working on. You know, he's telling me, you know, I see him at practice, you know, asking how his day's going. He's like, dude, five stories of steps, you know, um, 30-gallon paint or 30-gallon paint cans carrying mm-hmm. up and down the stairs. There's mm-hmm. no elevator. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm dying, you know. But I know <laughs> he's just working his tail off. Um, he's a great guy. Another guy it would be, uh, and I, I found, I met Rick Showalter at Sam's first event in Cincinnati. And he lives up in Port Huron. Um, Rick is a great guy. And uh, he's got so much going for him. He's done so many great things in his future. I tell you, he's going in a great direction. Uh, he'd be another guy that I'd like you to uh, meet, sit down with, and just, he's, he's a, just a superhuman being. I'm kind of really pumped about meeting these yeah, two we people. Got, we got to get you connected with these two guys. They sound like they are good friends and mentors for you. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm learning a lot from them, and, and Rick and I, you know, uh, we met at the event. Uh, I was staying in one hotel, he was staying in the other, right across the street from each other. We met for breakfast both mornings. Uh, we've kept in touch. We met uh, for breakfast uh, earlier in, in the fall. kind of halfway um, between him and me. And uh, we've kept in touch a little bit. We're getting together soon. So, yeah, we're going to want to get you together, you know, to have a beverage or something with with these guys. And for me, the person I want you to meet and get to know a lot better is Brian Sperling, obviously. Mm -hmm. And you you and I talked about that. We want to make sure that we get your WordPress site going. We want to make sure that your message or your dream, we want to help you pursue with that. That's awesome. So I think that... For you, meeting Brian, I think that will lead you in the right direction that way, too. Now, Brian, I met from when he was your intern at at Lakeshore. He's a great guy. Absolutely. Great guy. And so to hear the accolades that you um, are connecting with him and how much I've seen you take it to the next level, being fired up and excited, and you're learning new things that, again, I talk about learning new things. The things that you're telling me that you're learning from him, (laughs) I'm learning, too, now. So it's I need to learn those things. So he sounds like a great guy. There's always something to learn, right? Absolutely. Number four, what have you read that I should read? Oh, John O'Leary's book, On Fire. I hope that's in your pile of six books you're talking about. It will be when I borrow yours. 
Can you, can you get through all the red ink that I've written on it? I love your red ink. I tell you, buddy, this, for the longest time, my top book on my list has always been The Magic of Thinking Big uh, by Dr. Schwartz. And it's still up there. But John O'Leary's book is, is you know, the new number one book. Uh, that thing I had trouble putting down, uh, his whole story, his podcast, everything. That book is, is truly on fire. I, I love that title. Uh, so that would be definitely one you need to read. And you basically turned me on to his podcast, which is so funny because I listen to every one of his podcasts now. And they roll out on Thursdays for anyone that wanted to check over to his podcast. And they're amazing. Those mm-hmm. guests that he gets on there, the inspirational stories that they share, they're unbelievable. So for our guests, or for your guests, honestly, that have not know anything about John O'Leary and his book On Fire, give a little synopsis. Great story of uh, a little boy um, who was literally on fire. Uh, mm. As most little boys do at some point in time early on, they play, they play with fire. They, they try things out. He saw some older kids um, lighting something on fire. It was a Saturday morning, and um, he tried it out in his garage, lighting a little cardboard piece on fire. Uh, and then he had a can of gasoline. And the way he tells it is uh, he poured went to pour a little bit of gasoline. Even before the gasoline came out of the can, the flame shot up off the piece of cardboard into the gas can that was in his hands and exploded. Wow. Um, Lit the whole garage on fire, ended up burning down the house. Uh, He had uh, 100% of his body was burned. Um, And just the story of, I think it was one of his sisters. He went running back into the house, and he was just... In his mind, he was praying, helping, calling for God to send him somebody to help him. And at that moment, his older brother comes running down the stairs. And the way he tells it, it's funny when he tells it. It's not funny the situation, what's going through. But he's like, he sees his brother, uh, and he's like, oh, God, anybody but him. Because him and his brother are fighting all the time. It's like, you know, he causes his, he caused, his brother causes him, you know, trouble and yeah. grief and yeah. problems and um, so, you know, he wrapped him up with the fire out and, uh, one of the sisters ran back into the house, I think three times to get a cup of water because at that time his brother had taken him outside, ran inside to get a cup of water to, and poured it over his head. Wow. And by doing that, that was the only place they could take skin to wow. do skin grafting from. Wow. And the ordeal that, that John went through as a little boy and the people that came into his life unbelievable difference makers that not only I think we have in our life, Jeff, but we, I'm I'm a big believer in this, we also need to be that somebody for someone else too. If you listeners out there on the John Daly podcast did not get hooked on John O'Leary right now, you really need to rewind this podcast and just listen to what John Daly just said about that. It's amazing. And that's why I listen to this podcast, honestly. And he brings that type of inspiration to any guest that he brings on. And his shows are just that powerful. Wow. Wow. I never even heard that story. That's powerful stuff. Thanks. What have you done that I need to do? Mm. What have you done that I need to do? Great question. We can do this together. We need to go out to Stony Creek Metro Park. Okay. And play 18 holes of golf. You know I don't golf. Why should I go? The the inspiration that I get from it, from the standpoint of being outside, and especially being with somebody that I enjoy, um, 
like one of the golfing guys I go with is is my brother-in-law Jim O'Neill, uh, the younger sister of the family, my, my uh, sister-in-law Michelle's husband. He, number one, he's a good golfer, mm-hmm. uh, but number two, he is just uh, just a great guy, and we have so much fun. And it's it's companionship, it's laughter, it's um, it's it's a mental game uh, with yourself, the elements. Um, there's there's triumphs, there's heartache, you know, it, it's life as far as the ups and downs. And it's a, just a lot of fun. And so, um, you know, there's, there's funny things out there. What the heck would I want to hit a little round ball with a stick <laughs> trying to put it into some <laughs> hole? What fun is that? But I, I think, you know, I know you've told me, and that's why to get you out of your comfort zone and to try something different and to have a couple hours together, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I love it. I love it. You really have sold me on that. Just to let you know, I'm a lefty golf thing. So okay. you got your own clubs? No, I don't have my. I own. will figure that. out. <laughs> okay. All right. The last one in regards to the John Maxwell questions, and then I have one that's opposite of this one. Obviously, is how can I add value to you? You already have. You, by by you, Jeff, overcoming what you have gone through. Um, now, Grant, your story with. Um, Losing your wife through divorce, losing your dad when he passed away, and and all these other things, you could have easily, easily not said a word to anybody. That's not, so true. And thinking that nobody wants to hear it, nobody wants to hear me complain, nobody, you know, and you could have just kept going through life. But by you opening yourself up, you, we've started on this journey, and I remember when you shared these things with me, we started talking, started getting closer. And then I shared Sam Crowley with you, mm. and I remember how excited you were. There's a time I came into your office, and you're like, "Dude, this Sam Crowley, he's freaking awesome! I cannot <laughs> believe where he's going. He's got me hooked. I'm going back and listening to his old stuff." And yeah, and then um, the look on your face after I went down Cincinnati and came back, and then when Atlanta rolled around, I said, "I came in. I said, brother, we're going." Absolutely. And, and you were like, "Okay, let's do this." And the epitome light switch that came on yeah. for that, you going through all this has yeah. helped me. You've gotten me out of my comfort zone. I'm excited for you, uh, which in turn legs my fire even bigger. That's what you're doing. You're, wow. you, you've bringing incredible value to me uh, by going through and, and sharing your story and growing. You've, you're helping me tremendously. You help me tremendously every single day. Honestly, one of the most important things that you've done for me, and just recently, I'm going to talk about that, is the fact that I was driving into work, I believe, last week, and then you called me in the morning, and you're just like, man, this podcast? It's pretty good. And you were so fired up for me, more than I was fired up for myself to hear that, and just to hear your feedback was just outstanding. I think the words were different than pretty good. (laughs) Yes. This is not a X-rated type of show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're going to keep it calm on your birthday, you know. Thank you. Good. So here's the last question that I want to ask, and it kind of does not have anything to do with John Maxwell, but more about something that you and I have been tapping into when we talk about these podcasts, and they have to do a lot with Oprah's Super Soul Podcast. Mm. And she asked some amazing questions to some of the most important people or celebrity-wise out there in the world. And she gets these amazing guests with just amazing stories that just – my mouth drops, honestly, sometimes when I hear the stories. And one of the questions when they talk about spirituality is the soul. Mm-hmm. What is the soul to you, my friend? Mm. 
It's a great question. I've thought about that as, as I've heard that. Um, inside of it, inside of my soul, and I don't acknowledge it often enough, but uh, the center of it is God. Hmm. That's where I think it, I came from, my soul came from. Um, and some some of her podcast guests have talked about the fact of there's an energy there. And I'm looking at Viktor Frankl's book right now. There's a flame on that. And that's kind of, for me, a real good image of what the soul is. Um, and sometimes that flame, it, it dims a little bit as you're taking hits through life and going through problems and you kind of lose um, connectivity, I think, sometimes with your own soul. Love it. Um, but then there's things that can add a little lighter fluid to it or another another stick or another piece of wood or something to it. Um, and that comes in moments. That comes in people. I think especially people. The relationships are a big part of that. Um, and I'm just, I got this thought of the, the flame. What lights your soul on fire? Wow. You know, to me, that's what we're all looking for, searching for, that sure. purpose. Sure, sure. Um, and I also think, I think Paul Williams brought that up in, in, in the podcast that um, he and another guest did with her. These souls connect. Mm. There, there's a powerful connection. And Oprah said this forever. Um, maybe not on this level, but we are more alike than different. And we are connected to each other more than we think we are, more than we give credit to. Um, and so, I, you know, we talk about soulmate and this. I mean, I believe in that too. Um but we as human beings, especially family, there's a tight connection with our souls, energy, purpose, relationships. It's life. It is really life. It's everything. Everything is in that little flame that I'm looking at right mm -hmm. now on his mm -hmm. on his uh, on his book cover there. And I, we I want let's take a picture of this, uh, holding this up, and, and I'd like Absolutely. to put it out there. Absolutely, this. it's great. Yeah. The one thing that I think about ever since I've listened to, and I ripped through all of her Super Soul podcasts now. You're an amazing man for doing that. <laughs> it's they're addictive. They really are. It's like a Netflix series that I can't put down. Mm, honestly, good. So the one thing that I was trying to do after I listened to all these podcasts was I read a book in the past, and I shared this with your leadership class. And the reason why I described this was at that time when I gave this presentation. I had a difficulty with just everyday life, honestly. I mean, I was at a time where it was constantly fluctuating up and down for me, and I just couldn't be consistent with either being happy or consistent with being sad. I just mm. could not be consistent. Mm. And I found more peace now being in the current moment. And what I did was during that time, I remember vividly reading this book. And the book is called... I got this right now. I just can't remember what the book is called. You got this. <laughs> I thought I was the old man. In this oh, group. the book is called The Relationship Principles. Mm. And basically the book is called, it's by Tom Holliday. And what he talks about is love is equated to four different parts, which is the heart, the soul, the mind, and strength. Mm. And what he does is that he determines those four parts or those four pillars into four different areas. The heart is where you store all your feelings. So all the emotional stuff that you're going through, it's stored right there. Your soul is where you make all your difficult decisions. Mm -hmm. And it really started making me, give me a more concrete way of kind of looking at things. Because for you and I, we just talked about that. It's, it's hard to really define the soul. Mm -hmm. Then he talked about the mind is where you do all your thinking, is where you store all your thoughts. And then finally, 
the strength that you have to derive everything is through action. So for me, that really hit home. And what he said, more than anything, it goes back to the heart. It's the fact that when your heart, whatever the heart wants, it kind of leaks out into action. So whatever your heart is at that particular time, it leaks out into some type of action. So if you're sad in your heart, it'll lead out to that action. If you're really happy in your heart, it kind of leads out to that way too. But really, it does make sense because the soul is where the decision-making process kind of takes place for me. And it's very interesting because you have to consider your heart, you have to consider your mind, and then the strength that it needs to take to make that type of action take place. Mm. So it was it was a great book. I can't believe I forgot the freaking uh, title of the book. It's sitting right there in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, at the end of the day, what I'm hearing more than anything is what you talked about was it, the relationships. And the relationship principles by Tom Holiday is exactly what life is mm. all about, relationships. And you started with saying the soul is about your higher power. Boom, right there is the center of your higher power. It's amazing. Do you remember what the second commandment is? You should love your neighbor as yourself. Oh, my goodness. That's fantastic. That's exactly what it is. Okay. Love thy God, love thy love neighbor. neighbor. Yep, and that's where two. this pro was yeah. derived from. It was the second amendment, or sorry, second amendment. Second, um, second uh, what is it again now? Commandment. Thank you. Second commandment in the Bible was love thy neighbor. And how this book was started mm. was the fact that it's derived it's the same way as Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. It's, it takes you through 40 days of just kind of reading this and then kind of learning about the relationship principles that Jesus applied to everyone else that he met when he was on this world. Mm. It was outstanding. Wow. Sounds like it. So it sounds like that. What book should I read? The Relationship Principles by like Tom Holiday. I like it. I will let you borrow my copy, my friend, but I think I lost it. Or I gave it away to a friend that now That's is... the thing, man. You gotta you gotta share these things, but you need an extra copy to do it. Sometimes I don't get my copies back. So that's all the questions I have, my friend. That is fantastic, man. I I love the, the pathway that you took today with that. And uh uh thanks again to Jeremy Todd for Absolutely. Uh, lighting the, the fire uh in Jeff's heart with these questions and uh making this connection. I know you and Jeremy have talked a little bit and uh like like you said, hey, I can't believe I'm talking to such a celebrity, you know, <laughs> which Jeremy Todd is. He is coast to coast. And who knows, right now on February 16th, he might be moving or has moved out to uh, his new place of residence in California from the one coast in North Carolina to the other. But uh, no, Jeremy's a great guy. He's making so many awesome connections with people and uh, he's growing leaps and bounds. And by him doing that, as you are, you're carrying other people with you as you're carrying me. And um, I do appreciate that. And uh, obviously we appreciate Jeremy Todd too for, for these little nuggets that he has shared with you. Absolutely. Uh, that's great. Anything else to w wind us up today here, Jeff? No, I hope you enjoy your birthday tonight. Thank you. I definitely that's the most will. important thing for me today. Thank you. No, I hope I, you like your gift too. Oh, it was amazing. I, you know what, Jeff, we met over at Coney Island and Jeff comes walking in. And first I saw him walking in and this thing is huge, this big framed picture he comes walking in, and then when he comes around the corner, he it kind of looks like he pulled it out of his back pocket. <laughs> and it's this big, you know, two feet, two and a half feet wide frame uh, of it's this painting, this picture of the pubs of Mount Pleasant. Now, Mount Pleasant, Michigan is where Central Michigan University is. And on this is tons of bars and restaurants and places in the city of Mount Pleasant. Now, some of them are newer uh, since 1989 when I graduated from up there. <laughs> 
And uh, but you know we're looking at we've been there we've been there we've been there. Yeah. It's just so colorful and it's warm and it just tugs at my heart um, that Jeff that you would think that um, bring that to me and buying that for me is just amazing because that means a lot to me that place. Um, knowing that you and I have another connection through Central Absolutely. Michigan. Absolutely. Uh, it's just fantastic. I really appreciate that, buddy. It's one of the best schools because of the fact that these people, these relationships that you built. And I, I'll be honest with you, when I went to college, I'm like, I'm just going to study mm-hmm. and like get my things done. I didn't think I was going to create some of the meaningful relationships that I did. And to this day, they mean so much. And I know they mean a lot to you, too. So Absolutely. that place does hold a special place in both of our hearts. And it's funny, you know, when we say, oh, it's the best school ever. For us, it was. Absolutely. And, you know, Absolutely. for our friend, you know, Anne, uh, Anne Lucchese, who um, she despises Central, although I think she kind of likes it a little bit because she knows some good people from there. She went to Western Michigan, bitter rivals. Absolutely. And we both would agree that we hope Western was that school for her. That Correct made a change in her life and Correct. whatever school, whatever place you work at, whatever friends you hang out with, those are the changes. It's about the relationships. Absolutely. It's amazing. Everything comes back to that, doesn't it? Absolutely. That's awesome. All right, everybody. Hey, so if you want to get in touch with, uh, with Jeff Lip, best place to do that. Once again, is to go over to jefflip.com. That's J E F F L I P.com. Hit me up there and you'll be able to check out my blog. You're able to send me an email and then also you can connect with me on different social media platforms. That is awesome. I'm going to do that right now. Talk about some stuff after we get done with this show. Hey, everybody. This is Coach John Daly getting ready to sign off again. So make sure on Facebook, coach to expect success And on Twitter, at coach to success And uh, just keep doing what you're doing out there. Keep finding books. Keep finding these podcasts. Keep finding things to, you know, to improve your positivity with things. And remember how much relationships matter. So work on those, keep improving them. And you know what? Keep improving the view that you have about yourself too. I'm learning that helps. That helps big time. All right, everybody. Hey, take care of yourselves. We'll talk again soon. See ya.